Disclaimer. Before I begin, I do want to inform you that I go hard and real with what I'm about to say on this episode. If you cannot handle my truth, a sense of humor, sarcasm, and explicit language, then I'd advise you to not listen. This episode will contain words that may be triggering and may have graphic details to listen for your discretion. If you can handle what I'm about to say, without further ado, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Yours Truly. It is I, your host, Truly, of course. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day, wonderful weekend, whenever you listen to this. So on this episode, based on the title, I will be talking to you guys about how I began to love myself. If you were to refer back to episode 11, starting your healing journey, I've mentioned five things you can begin doing while on your healing journey. And as for me, what I did was, number one, I financially invested in myself. Number two, I worked on my purpose and life goals, understanding what your niche is. Number three, working on my body. Number four, read books or watch educational videos to enhance my knowledge. And lastly, number five, spending time with families and friends. And again, I am continuing to um, be in this healing journey of mine. I do believe that when you go on onto this journey, it doesn't end. People tend to say that there's a time frame when it comes to healing. And for me, I disagree. The only time when your healing ends is when you basically pass away or when you die. So continue to heal, continue to work on yourself, continue to become the the best version of yourself. And uh, yeah, just continue doing what you got to do to, you know, do your healing. And just because I'm moving on to bigger and better things in life, healing does not stop. The healing journey can also intertwine with self-love. Loving and putting yourself first can be a challenging thing, especially when you're so used to putting others first before yourself. Some may say it's selfish, but for me, I don't think it is. In order for me to live a life of peace, a life surrounding myself with positive energy, stress-free, living under my rule, my way, I have to say that it's not an easy thing to do. So there are eight things that I've learned as I started loving myself. The first one is making the decision to be alone. Now, some people can't be alone. Some people will not be alone. And that's okay, huh? Ever. When you choose to not be by yourself and you're dependent of people to, I don't know, be there for you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, all, all of that, you're pretty much depending on them and you're codependent. And that's, that's not a good thing. And for me, hearing from other people, from watching friends and families who got out of a relationship and jumped into a new one and not having the time for themselves to actually be by themselves. You know, again, everybody has their own journey when it comes to finding themselves or being by themselves or sometimes not being by yourself. That's, that's on them. But majority of the time when I've seen and heard so far, it doesn't go the way that, for me, I would consider a good thing. For me, I, I believe that being single gives you the advantage versus people who are in a relationship. You have 
a lot of time in your hand to basically do anything that you want. You don't have kids that's in the way. You don't have another person that you have to worry about. You only have to worry about yourself. Now, I do have to say that even though you have the time for yourself to do anything that you want, it can be difficult. Just know that when you make the decision to be alone, meaning that you're not jumping into another relationship, you're not depending on other people to be a part of your life but you are within yourself just know that it is a very challenging journey there's a lot of roller coaster emotions that you go through by yourself good or bad in my in my experience so far i am still going through a bunch of emotions like good emotions bad emotions i think about what are my plans for the future what if i die what's gonna happen do I want to work a nine to five job for the rest of my life? Like all these things uh, run through my mind every single day, and you're in your head most of the time. So I just want to, you know, bring awareness and just let you guys know that when you do make the decision to be alone, it's not going to be an easy thing. There are times where you you just want to give up and just be a bad bitch. <laughs> Or you just want to be, you just don't want to be a, a good person no more, you know? And I, I just want you guys to know that please don't think like that. For me as a person, I would rather just be by myself, experience it. That way I know that I don't need to depend on anybody. I would love to depend on someone. I would love for someone to, to depend on me. However, my thinking is that the only way that you can have a successful relationship towards other people is if you have a good relationship with yourself. And that means for you to have an era in your life where you're by yourself. And it may not be easy, but trust me, when you go through it for, I don't know, numbers of years or months or however long it is, it'll be very easy for you to adapt to being by yourself. So that's the first thing that I've decided to do when I started to love myself, which was to make the decision to be alone. Number two is learning to live by myself. So after I decided to move out of my dad's place and to live on my own, I have to say it was the best decision ever. I'm not saying that I don't love my dad or I don't want anybody to live with me. No, it's like I, I would love for them to live with me, anybody to live with me. However, when you're going through something major in your life, you don't want other people's problems to intertwine with what you are going through. So in my previous episode, I mentioned that I couldn't live with my dad anymore because he was going through major issues with my mom. And then, of course, he got sick. And then on top of that, I just got recently got divorced. And so when you mix all of that together, it's just it was just too much for me. So I've decided that, you know, the best way for me to mentally be where I need to be was to remove myself from from my dad that was the best decision that i've ever made although i would have loved to stay and help but i knew that deep down at the end of the day nobody's gonna help me mentally physically emotionally but myself my dad couldn't even do that my siblings couldn't do that none of my friends and family could do that but i have to choose to do that for myself in order to do that i have to not self-isolate but just be by myself learn to live by myself 
So, of course, I moved out and lived on my own. I learned what it's like to be a true adult. (laughs) And you guys, being an adult is hard. (laughs) It is super hard, but I am learning. And even though I'm only 33, I just feel like, damn, I still have a lot to learn when it comes to living life. And on top of that, you know, you, I have to be responsible for my finances now and I have to be responsible for my decision in life. I have to think about, you know, what happens if I get sick? Who's going to take care of Arable or who's going to take care of my stuff at home? Or what happens if I, I pass away? What's going to happen? I don't know. I just a whole bunch of serious adult Thing that I have to think about when I lived on my own but I do have to say that I do have more freedom I don't have to worry about anybody else I don't have to stay home to babysit anybody I can come and go as I please I can go out however long if I was I don't know out and drunk and whatnot like I can go home the next morning <laughs> you know so that that is a good thing when it comes to living by yourself. I highly recommend for any single people to live by yourself. I know it can be scary, especially as a woman. It can be scary, but trust me, uh, make sure that you live in a in a neighborhood or an apartment that is safe. And um, yeah, it's I, I love it. I love my peace. I love the freedom that I get to myself. So I highly recommend you guys to start living by yourself. Number three is to stay away from any distractions. Meaning, if you just got out of a relationship, it doesn't matter if you got divorced or you, you know, broke up with your boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever it is, right? Don't jump into a new relationship. I wouldn't recommend that. I would have to say that dating is okay, but I'll, I'll come back to that one. But definitely do not start a new relationship especially when again your mental state is not there your emotion is not there you're still trying to figure out all that out you're still trying to grieve you're still trying to go through all your traumas and all that achy stuff first before you jump into a new relationship definitely stay away from drugs or alcohol i was actually glad that you know pandemic happened i know that for some it wasn't a good thing because a lot of people pass away. But for me, when the pandemic happened, it kind of forces me to not go anywhere. Because just imagine if it didn't happen. I would have been out and about partying all night, getting drunk. Probably just like drinking and, you know, crying my eyes off. People would have just hated me. People would just would not want to be with me because I'll... All I would ever do is just talk about my stupid past, <laughs> you know, like just talk about like my toxic relationship and all that stuff. And people don't need to hear that, you know. And so I'm actually glad that it forced me to just stay home, not do anything. I don't like to drink at home. I, I, it's just I rather just social drink, you know, and I was never into drugs or anything like that just because it just wasn't my thing. Definitely, you know, stay away from like going out to bars and clubs too. Just because bars and clubs are kind of like similar to drugs in a way. You know, it's like it's like a high. It's like once you once you go there, you have your fun and all that stuff. You come back home, you still gotta deal with your your problems that you have within yourself. And I've learned from the beginning that you know I don't want to again start a new relationship because. 
I'm still not mentally, emotionally there or okay to be with someone, especially if a person is didn't have any previous traumas from a relationship or just anything that will affect me. Because if I'm coming in with baggages already, I don't want that person to have to deal with what I am doing personally. Along with, you know, I don't want to take no drugs. I don't want to overdose on alcohol, nor do I want to go out to bars and clubs because those things are just temporary high. Temporary high that at the end of the day will help me to to grow, to face my everyday traumas, my everyday issues that I have within myself, like the demons that is inside of me. No, I, I realize that those will, will not help me. And that's why I decided to just stay away from those distractions. I say that it's okay to you know have a drink here and there and go to bars and club here and there. But if you were to go there five times a week or drink every single day, that is an issue. And no, we don't want that, okay? We do not want that. So I highly suggest you guys to just, you know, stay away from any distractions that you know personally that will basically you know get in the way of you growing out of what you're going through and if it's not helping you to become a better person to you know figure out what are the traumas that you've gone through and if none of those things are helping you at all or improving you at all just don't just don't do it just don't take it just don't go there okay number four i've learned to draw boundaries I've learned that it's okay to say no to close families and friends, keeping a distance from people who treated you bad. I know that some cultures, they don't really talk about boundaries. It's more like, for example, okay, in my culture, in the Hmong culture, you have to respect your elders. It doesn't matter if they treat you like shit because they're the oldest, you have to respect them. For me, I've learned that, you know, I don't. It, it does not matter if you're old. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're dead already or it doesn't matter if you're still not, if, if you're not born and haven't existed in this world. If you treat me like shit with disrespect, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to respect you in return. I'm not sorry for that. I've learned that the more you allow other people to disrespect you, and treat you like crap the more they're gonna walk all over you and in the end you're you're just ending up hurting yourself i say you guys have to learn how to draw boundaries i learned how to draw boundaries and when there are and you know and sometimes you know even close friends and family they they tend to test you and some people may want to confront you some people may not some people want to talk things out some people do not want to talk things out uh, for those that don't want to talk things out, you just going to have to keep your distance. Don't be too close to, to those people. If you guys listened to uh, my previous episode, uh, Dealing with Negative Nancy's and A's, yeah, like you, you just have to, as much as you want to talk about the issues between you and another person, but you know that that person wants to avoid conflict, the best way is just to keep your distance. That's just the only way. And if you still want to continue the relationship or have a relationship with that person, you just have to create that boundary. You just can't say things or do things as how you would in the past just because of how they treated you. You can't always be a yes person. And it's okay to say no at times. 
if you can't make it for certain things, then you can't make it. People can't force you to go to where they want you to go or to say yes to whatever they ask you to do. You can't say no. So I've learned to just drop my boundaries. If I don't feel like going out, I'm just going to say no. Got to focus myself. Because you have to pour out the, all that love to yourself. And also, you don't want to be surrounded by people who are negative. You don't. Like, for me, I don't want to be surrounding myself with negative people. Because knowing that I, I'm loving myself, I'm pouring love to myself, I want my life to be at peace, okay? I want positive energies only. And I know some people don't want that. And when, when they know that you are a positive person, you have this energy of of like i don't know being positive and you're glowing some people don't like that but you know what i don't care (laughs) because at the end of the day you know i i'm learning to love myself i'm learning to know what is right for me what is good for me what is bad for me what is wrong for me i'm knowing all of that okay again you guys make sure you guys draw boundaries it's okay to say no keep your distance away from people who treat you bad because you're trying to live a positive life okay Number five, be in your present emotions. It's okay to feel sadness. It's okay to feel madness. Like I mentioned on uh, number one, making the decisions to be alone. You have to also be okay to be in your in your emotions. A lot of times for us ladies, us women, we tend to put on this uh, strong face, this strong mask every single day because we have to. And if any of you guys are married or are dating and you feel like you have to put on a strong face to show to your partner that you are a strong woman and all of that and that you can't show weakness. Ladies, please be a woman. (laughs) Please be a woman. And it's okay to show that sadness. Even if it's your partner, your your husband or your boyfriend or whoever it is, the person that you're close to. They should be the person that you should show those those emotions, those vulnerable emotions. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to express how you truly feel. And I feel like if you can't do that with your partner and you feel like you have to hide your emotions, then why are you with this person? You know, shouldn't this person be the no more person that you go to for everything? I mean, aren't aren't they your best friend person that you can be vulnerable to? That's why I'd say that when you start loving yourself, whatever songs you listen to, whatever message you listen to or videos that you watch, if it's making you feel a certain type of way, it's okay to, to cry here and there. As you guys all know, like within years of me living and um, how I grew up in the family, like we don't express emotions at all. And it's to a point where if I cry or any of my siblings cry, we always think that it's a sign of weakness. Now that I'm a lot older, I don't think it's a sign of weakness. I think it's a sign of, of strength. A sign that it's just okay to, to cry. It's okay to let it out. My friends and family can vouch that I've been crying a lot <laughs> and they haven't seen me cry this much before. But, you know, I, I just learned to just let go of of that mask, that strong, strong, independent, badass woman mask and just, you know, be a little, a little bit girly, be a little bit uh, vulnerable. You may hate it. There are times where I hate crying. There are times where I hate feeling sad. There are times where I, I hate being mad at certain things. But I know that it'll be good for me. That way, I know how to control my emotions 
And I know that when certain situations come into my life, I know how to control my emotions. When you start pouring love to yourself, you know, all those emotions will come out of you and it's okay to cry. It's okay to express that. Even if you have to express that by yourself at home or in your car (laughs) or just anywhere by yourself, it's okay. You don't have to show all that emotions to anybody. That's why I say that when you live by yourself, you can cry all day. Nobody needs to hear it. You know, nobody needs to know it. You know, your house is the only place that can hear you. For me, I cry a lot in my car. So my my car hears me. It feels my emotion and everything. And so, I don't know. Um, Yeah, just, just be in the present of your emotions. Number six. I also have continued to set goals for myself. So I, again, I, it's almost three years since I've been single. And uh, every year is always something new. There's always something for me to achieve, to accomplish. So I've always set goals for myself. Each year I, I make a little, what do you call it? Like a goal board where you put like, artworks and like certain goals that you want to accomplish for this year and there's like a lot of things that i want to accomplish it's getting there but as you know it the year is almost to an end you know it's it's like next month will be the sixth month of of this year and we're halfway through the year already like oh my gosh so i have to yeah (laughs) i have to actually uh live those goals that i set for myself in the beginning of the year so as you start to start loving yourself, begin loving yourself, you have to also set goals for your, for, for your life, what you want to do in your life. And it could be anything. It could be your career. It could be if you want to work out, you want to eat healthy, you want to start changing the way you dress or just anything that will make you feel good about yourself highly recommend you guys to set those goals it could be long term short terms whatever it is have that in your mind or write that down in your notes uh, whatever what works for you but have something that will you know make you step further in life you don't want to be the same person that you were yesterday or a month ago or a week ago or a year ago you want to elevate your life and to do that, for me, I, I like to set goals for myself. So how do you recommend you guys to set goals for yourself? That way you continue to love yourself and you continue to do better and, and advance in life. Number seven is affirming yourself with positive words. So for me, every time when I go to work, I always say to myself, I'm going to have a good day. I mean, work is really easy, you know, but I always tell that to myself. Work is, I'm, I always tell myself that I'm going to have a good day. And whenever I go into work, it's always a good day. I always affirm myself with, uh, with my looks. There, I mean, I, I, could, I could work on my looks. <laughs> you know, I could lose a couple pounds and all that stuff. Okay, I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on that, okay? But... Whenever I, you know, put makeup on and whenever I dress up or do my hair, I tell myself, I am sexy. I'm beautiful. I'm pretty. 
you know, I am that bitch. (laughs) So I tell myself that all the time. There are certain things in my body that I don't like and there are certain things that I like. And I'll be like, oh man, this part is sexy. Like you have to tell yourself that you are good looking. And let's say that if there are certain areas of, of your look or your body that you don't like, you have to tell yourself, what do I need to do to change like for me for example i know i have to lose weight okay i've gained weight since last year but um i do plan to work out again and so i told myself okay i i need to lose weight i need to be more healthy and if i want to fit a certain clothes or if i want to feel a lot better how how would i get there of course it's to work out and on top of that i also have to eat healthy so that goes back to number six setting goals for yourself in order for you to get to where you want to be at what do you need to do set goals for for yourself make sure that you actually do it over time you will see results at the same time you also have to affirm to yourself that you can do it yeah like anything that you do you just have to speak it out to the universe or speak it to god whichever you prefer just 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 say that i am going to have a good day or I'm going to get the next job promotion or I am a sexy human being. <laughs> I am worth it. I am love. Like you got you to gotta say a lot of eyes affirmation so that when you, the more you say a lot of eyes information, positive affirmations, the more it will come true. But if you're if you're just telling yourself, damn, I'm so fat or damn, I need to lose weight damn, I don't like this part of my body, or damn, this person is so mean, or if you keep thinking all these negative affirmations, then you're going to feel icky. You're going to feel like a negative negative Nancy, negative Nates, okay? We don't want any of that, okay? We don't want any, we don't want any of those negative Nates and Nancys in, in, our, in our energies, okay? So again, affirm yourself with positive words. And then lastly, of course, allow yourself to date. Now, for me, I know some people, oh my God, that's, that's just too early, you know, but for me, I, what I realized is that, you know, it's, it's okay to date, and I'm not saying that other guys that I've dated in the past, they, uh, I was just using them, no, 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 it's not that, it's more of, when you go on dates, each man teaches you certain things about yourself. I did mention it in my previous episode. I forgot what it was, but it's like in the beginning of the podcast. I do have to say that, you know, it's okay to go on dates, even though nothing comes out of it. Every man that I've dated so far have taught me of what I'm capable of accepting, what I can do better on the next date, or just how men think and seeing things but overall i do have to say that i've become a lot better when it comes to to dating as of right now i'm not dating anybody i don't think i have any interest Um, i think my way of dating is a lot different from how it was if somebody wants to date me i will probably just say no (laughs) just because i feel like there's a lot more that needs to be done or to happen before actually going on a date so my views on, on dating has changed a lot just from you know talking to other single men and women that has been dating and their experience and why they are doing certain things that are different from the norm and uh, i'm not saying that i'm not dating ever again i mean eventually i will date but as of now in the present time 
I'm not dating anybody. I don't have uh, no interest in talking to anybody. I think in this moment in my life, I just want to, you know, focus on growing, focus on making sure that I am okay. And, you know, when you start loving yourself, you you just want to do things that will make sure that you are okay. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to be there to, you know, hold your hands or to show you how to do life. You have to figure that out yourself. Although going on dates will be nice, but I... As of right now, I just don't have no desire to go on any dates. I would rather just hang out, you know, like hang out and dates are are two different things. I would just much prefer to just hang out with with people, with people or with a guy, whatever it is, you know. But I feel like it's more genuine when you just hang out. When you go on dates, just there's a lot of expectation. You think that this person might be the one. I just don't want all of the expectation yet, you know. So again, I can go into depth on that on uh, a different episode. If you have anybody who have asked you out on a date and you declined or you accept, that's all totally up to you. But for me, I've, I've dated when I started this healing journey and this self-love journey. When I did go on those dates, I've learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my dates the do's and don'ts and you know it just teaches you what you can and cannot handle basically but if you feel like you're not ready to date at all then you know it's okay to say no because again dating can be very it, it could be a lot if you're not ready to you know share your life with someone or i don't know just do all that dating stuff then it's okay to say no and just continue working yourself that's all and those are my eight things that I've learned as I started loving myself. Again, there could be tons of things that I've learned. There could be tons of things that you've learned. But those are the eight things that I've learned when I started loving myself, when I started doing my self-healing. And I hope that these things, these eight things will help you to, you know, start uh, ingraining all those things into your life. Being in the self-love journey and doing this by yourself is not an easy thing. I will be the first to tell you guys that, you know, there are days where I just want to quit. Like, I just wanted to just fuck around and have my whole face. Like, I really do. Like, I really do. But um, I just don't want to do that because it's just not me. Maybe I'll do another episode about that. I could could have asked this too. Maybe, maybe this would be my ninth one, okay? My ninth one would be... Uh, don't have sex with anybody and you guys would be like what why like oh come on like how could you say no to sex i know trust me i <laughs> uh i don't know how to say this but uh yeah i i i i'm one of those people that is abstaining from sex when you start loving yourself when you start pouring love to to yourself Sex is kind of kind of like a um what do you call it distraction. Anyway, we could put that in the in the uh, distraction category. Okay, look as much as I love sex. Okay, <laughs> but I've decided to abstain from it, and um I can go more in details on that maybe on the next episode or upcoming episode because I do have a lot to say when it comes to that subject. So you guys are going to have to stay tuned for that, okay? But definitely have to put that on number three, staying away from any distraction, which is also having sex as well. And 
some people can't do it okay and and i i totally totally understand and some people can and for those who can i applaud you i'm in with you on this <laughs> there are times where you just want to give in and get yourself a dick appointment or a pussy appointment but <laughs> all in all it's just not worth it okay but you guys will have to stay tuned for for a different episode when it comes to that okay <laughs> but aside from that this self-love journey can be good can be bad it will test you it's not gonna be an easy thing it's not but trust me when you do the healing journey along with start loving yourself the more you start loving yourself the more you start knowing who you are when you actually get into a relationship you'll know how to love that person and when you start to love that person you start to show that person how they need to be loved they will reciprocate it back to you but you also have to know what kind of person you are getting yourself into as well too so again you have to be self-aware for me i'd rather be with someone who is self-aware than someone who's not I'd rather be with someone who loves himself and then love me afterwards. Because if he can't love himself, what makes you think that he's going to love me? That's just my thing, you know. But all in all, that is all that I have for you guys. I hope that you guys enjoyed all of these eight things that I've learned about loving myself. And if there's anything that you guys want to add to this list, let me know. I want, would want to know. Like I was saying in the end of my episode, I want to thank everyone who have supported me who have listened to me thus far yeah we are moving forward we are doing better things we are talking about better things that is going to uplift us to become the best version of ourselves i'm all about positivity i'm all about self-growth self-love healing uh making sure that your your mental mind is the way that it needs to be for yourself because i believe that when you again start loving yourself start working on yourself be within yourself be self-aware then you somehow your eyes are opened and you can see through people you're very intuitive and you just see things in a different way than you used to before and so i just want to just leave that for you guys start loving yourself start taking care of yourself uh, for those who are single, you guys are the ones that have the advantage. You guys are basically the group of people that can do this. For those who are still in a relationship, who are married, it can be a lot harder, you know. But if you have a partner who understands that side of self-love, loving yourself and all stuff, then great. But for those who are single, who are not dating, who are not in a relationship, who's not married, work on yourself please the more you work in yourself the more we will have successful relationships successful marriage out there okay but other than that like i said thanks for those who have who have listened to me who have supported me i truly truly thank you guys the bottom of my fucking heart other than that i will see you guys on the next episode bye